Hello and welcome to the Beard and Glasses podcast with me, Stephen Hayes and Ben Greasley. Hey Steve, how are you doing? All right, mate. I've uh, been listening to some fat tunes in the last week, as is have that, you. Is that F-A-T or P-H-A-T or probably the new way of them spelling it, which is P-H and instead of an A, it's an at symbol and then two hyphens and then something to make it look like a T. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I thought it was that one. So this week we're asking the question, is new music rubbish or is music rubbish now? I think we can save everyone a lot of effort on this episode and just get rid of the question mark and say, new music is rubbish. I know, but I've kind of set up this motif of asking a question every week and I can't break from that now. <laughs> I know you're right, but I, <laughs> I, yeah, skip to the end. These are awful songs. They're really well, bad. there's moments in one or two of them. So a couple of weeks ago, Ben and I looked at Pet Sounds versus Sgt. Pepper's, and which was the stronger album. And musical tastes would go up and down. You'd be into bands that I'm not and vice versa. But for the most part, I'd say we both have a fairly eclectic musical interest uh, or taste. Now, I think for me, country and garage are the only genres that I just cannot stand or thrash metal. But otherwise, I'm pretty tolerant. And most of the songs in the current top 10 make me sad. What would you say are the musical genres you can't put up with? So I, I can put up with um, creativity and, you know, talent in virtually any musical genre. So even if I don't like the genre, I'm not big into country and western. I'm not big into opera. But I can enjoy that music because I can understand its musical interests. I can understand its... There's so much in there that even though I don't like to listen to it, I can enjoy it. I can even enjoy, you know, thrash metal just from the technical excellence of having to play something that quick and with that level of detail yeah I, c I can't say any of that for the top 10 at the moment and last week when we put this playlist together so we are reviewing the top 10 songs between the 22nd of may and the 28th of may so it's we're recording this after that so the top 10 now have slightly changed but as i put this list together just the names of the artists and the songs alone filled me with sadness and remorse for my choice well, do you know what? I remember saying to someone not so long ago, I feel like most current musical artists, and I say artists in inverted commas, never have normal names anymore. And they all they all like have X's in them or like numbers and symbols. And this proved the point. I didn't know how to pronounce or say half of the names in this list. Why can't you just have, you know, Paul Simon? Yeah. Paul Great McCartney. Name. Yeah. Sting. Yeah. Why, Brian, why can't you go yeah. with, with the classics? By the way, I realise I realize Sting is not actually his name for any mad internet people who... Yes. No, I, I don't understand. And normally it would be the case that I'd make sweeping statements about people having stupid artist names. But then just putting this list together, I couldn't even write down these names. I had to copy and paste them off the internet because I wouldn't get the spelling right of Biba Doobie or Simba, where the I is a one. Uh, oh, it's, uh... it's not great. <laughs> it's now, really for... there could be a misunderstanding that we're saying all new music is rubbish and we're not really. We're saying the popular music is rubbish. I yes. think that's probably more the case. So... You know, the top 10, 
you know, a lot of the music in the noughties was great, but then, or even let's say 20 years ago in the year 2000, there's loads of great music, but that's not saying the top 10 at that time was great. What I did, Steve, is I, so as I was listening to this playlist, I thought I've got to give it a bit more chance. And so I went back to May 2010 to look at what the top 10 were then for this exact period, which was Good Times by Roll Deep. Riding, so I'll just give you the artists Roll Deep, Jason Derulo, Usher, Edward Meyer, Agro Santos, Plan B, Fife Dangerfield, Alexandra Burke, The Glee Classed, Calice. And all of these songs are utter garbage. And then I thought, right, okay, maybe that was a one off. So I went back 20 years to May 2000. Number one was Billy Piper. Mm-hmm. And then there was Madison that, Avenue. Was that because we want to? No, it was Day and Night, which I don't even know no. what that was. But number three was mm-hmm. Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. This oh, time. That's number number four was Sex Bomb by Tom Jones. Yeah. There's and, and the rest of it is just worse and worse. So in fairness, the pop charts of this particular week in the last 30 years, for whatever reason, have been tripe for the last oh, 20 years even. But yeah, I still think that generally if... And I looked. This isn't just the UK chart, so the whole chart and where these songs are all at. If you want to be number one at the moment, you have to have half a million listens on Spotify alone per day. Wow. So every day during this period, Rockstar by Baby, featuring Roddy Rich, or Roddy whatever it's called, mm-hmm. got half a million listens. Wow. Yeah, so I think we would all remember parents saying music's rubbish now, and you're like, oh, whatever, you don't get me, that kind of teenage argument. And But you look back and you think, whenever my mum or dad said that, they were probably right, and most of what I was listening to probably was garbage. And But even that garbage, I look back on it, and even forcing myself to remove the nostalgia, S Club 7 make rock star featuring roddy rich or whatever <laughs> it makes it it's, it's like beethoven versus the bob the builder theme tune it's just the new music is it feels pretty soulless across the board so the task this week was to actually listen to the top 10 so ben should we jump in and actually give a very quick overview of what how we felt about each of these songs so the first song number one right now is rock star by is it Da Baby or Da Baby or Da Baby, I think. Dab AB featuring Roddy Rich, which is a four chord song. Um, it has tons of auto tune over the top of it. Loads of auto tune. Um, I mean, have I mean, rot- I hate auto tune anyway. But this yeah. is, you know, that kind of. Or who was it who did it in the late nineties because her voice had gone? Britney. Um, no, before Britney. Cher. Cher. Yes, do you believe in life after love? That auto-tune like crazy and then it yeah. turned into a thing. This is a rubbish song. This has yeah. just four chords. Yeah, so have you ever met a real, I can't say that word, rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, it's a Glock. My Glock told me to promise you gone squeeze me. You better let me go the day you need me. And then there's another time I can't say a word. Two lines yeah. later, can't say that word, can't say that word. Uh, pretty soulless. Utterly soulless. Exactly the same thing. If you listen to the first two seconds of it, you've heard all of it. It's horribly boring. I don't it, care what he's rapping about. It's really generic, isn't it? It just feels like 
there must be a thousand songs from the last few years that sound almost and this is number one is it this is number one this is the best song the most listened in the to world song right now. in the world right now um and i know that there are at least another nine songs exactly the same as this because they're the rest of the number 10 on this chart yeah good point uh the one thing i'll give this song credit for is having a very current artwork in that he's got a face mask on and we're in the middle of a global health pandemic so at least he's you know at least he's conscious of his health he is he's taking care yeah so ben why didn't you mark it out of 10 zero would never listen to it again in my life and if i could get those three minutes back i would ditto okay next song say so by dojo doja cat yeah i had a little bit more hope for this one just as it started because it sounded like um that daft punk song with the kind of uh uh, wah guitar over the top of it and I thought it could get funky and be a bit interesting oh, is um, that like uh, is that the one for Al yeah give yourself to dance or something at least when this one started I thought I can actually discern an instrument yes and that that sounded positive but then um, it turned out that it was just those four chords again just yeah. that same riff all the way over again with a different bit of production and phasing in and out and, and words were there words or was it i couldn't really work it out i'm sounding yeah, very the, old the, the, the words were day to night to morning keep with me in the moment i let you had i know i'd let you had i known it that's actually i don't know what that means why don't you say so didn't even notice no punches left to roll with you got to keep me focused you want it say so so i think she's saying when she says you want it i'm thinking she's probably talking about the um act known as interplay yeah that that sounds about right what would you give this out of 10 i don't think it deserves any more of our time well before we move on i will say this probably about 15 years ago this could have been a kylie song and production wise it doesn't sound like it's any anything new whatsoever um i don't know what her artistic choice is but on the cover she's just got pink gloves on and and no top and of course she's covering herself up uh, what do you think she was going for artistically there, Ben? I have I have no clue. I don't know what she's trying to say in this song in any way. I think it's <laughs> just how can I make money or get people to listen to my tune and if I hashtag it enough, people will listen. I sound very pessimistic, but it's, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, out of 10? Zero. I'm going to give it... I'm actually going to give it two. For the intro bit. <laughs> yeah, and because I thought I, I can listen it listen to it from start to finish and think about something else just to get me through it <laughs> so at least okay. it's not too in your face okay so number three on this list ben is tootsie slide by drake it's actually tootsie isn't it i'd a tootsie slide okay is that a word i don't know but you know drake's i think he's supposed to be one of the biggest artists in the world right now and i couldn't tell you one of his songs even this one doesn't he say that he's the biggest artist in the world yeah but it means less if you're saying it yourself surely exactly yeah Oh, and he's covered his face on the um, front as well. So at least rappers are feeling health uh, health aware at the moment. So this song is pretty awful. It's He doesn't even sound like he can be bothered. Like What it sounds like is he overslept and they, and they literally woke him up, put a mic in his face and said, just do your lines. 
It pretty much sounds like that, yeah. I think he's phoned this in. He may have done it on his phone and just sent it in. He maybe did. I think the production is it's just like a uh like an eight oh eight drum machine all the way through the whole thing. Yeah, it is. There's nothing yeah. else there. And that's about it. So, um, yeah, there's not actually many lines in this that I can repeat because this is a not a podcast where we like to lower the the, the moral standard. Um, what do you? How did you interpret his lyric? Left foot up, right foot slide. Uh, as a dance move. Okay. Do you not think that's a metaphor for all of life? Do you tend to left foot up, right foot slide? Well, I don't personally, but I'm not Drake. No, exactly. Yeah. And what do you think he meant when he said 2,000 shorties want to tie the knot, eh? Not a clue. See, I what I took from that was that lots of people that are shorter than average are stuck somewhere and they're trying to tie bedsheets together to escape. Is, is it not shots that he's talking about drinks, that he's got 2,000 drinks lined up? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Okay. Next. Next. Well, no, what, what do we give this out of 10 then? Zero. Zero, yeah. Move along. These aren't the song <laughs> these aren't the songs you're looking for. <laughs> Please move along. Rover featuring DTG by now this is a bit of a thing using an arbitrarily putting a number in, but I'm gonna say it as it says here. Sun mba. Um so I've or got it Swan or Swan Mba. I imagine he's probably going for Simba. But because it's got a one, I'm going to call it Swamba. Yeah. Well, why would you put a one? Exactly. To try and make it look interesting, I'm guessing. So this song is called Rover. And I can only assume he's talking about the car brand Rover. Yeah, yeah of um, course he is. And that he would drive around in a Rover, which isn't a traditionally, a, you know, a, a hard man's car to drive around in. They're normally driven by octogenarians who don't get above 22 miles an hour. Yeah, but I think... Politically, what Sawamba's trying to say here is that you are more than the car you drive and you can be all you want to be if you really put your mind to it. That's true. But I think you have to actually go out of your way now to drive a Rover. You know, it's it's a choice. You're go- If you're going to go on, you know, eBay or Gumtree or something to try and buy a car, you're going to really have to work hard to find a Rover that you can yeah, drive. Yeah, but Sawamba do- Sawamba's probably got a team of people who buy his Rovers for him. Probably. He, he's not going out and getting his own car MOT'd, is he? I don't think anyone's going and getting their car MOT'd at the moment. But no, I, I imagine Sawamba doesn't. Or do you think his number plate on his Rover is Sawamba? Maybe it is. That's a good point. That's a really sh- good point. It should be. So we were wondering in the last song what Shorty meant. And this one also has Shorty, but it's spelt differently. But it says Shorty said she come in with her brethren's. So I'm guessing Shorty is a girl. I think she's like a waitress, isn't she? Yeah, really. She's not a tall waitress. Unless it's I- ironic and she's actually really tall, like little John. Yes. I reckon she's a very tall waitress who works somewhere um, where they serve donuts because they're bread rings, aren't they? Yep. yep. So she's a donut waitress. So is that going to be Krispy yeah. Kreme or... Uh, I'd love a bread ring right now. I could do with a bread ring. Yeah. And then just on a philosophical level... When he says, I just want to make the moo-la-la, got him scream, all screaming, ooh-la-la, what do you think he's getting at there? So he's talking about making uh, lots of money while he has adoring fans who are giving him lots of praise and adoration, I think. I think that's what he's trying to say. 
And do you think um, Sawamba would accept that that adoration is ultimately meaningless and he can't take it with him? Um, I would hope so. I would hope that the the idea of him being Sawamba is is he self aware enough of being in that kind of state, and that he knows that it's all eventually meaningless and returns to the void. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, out of ten, zero. I'm going to give it one, just just because he had the goal to rhyme Moolala with Oolala. I'd never be bold enough to do that, so I can't I can't take that away from him. Fair enough. Next is Deathbed by Pau Fu featuring Biba Doobie. <laughs> Am I pronouncing uh, that right? Um, is it Biba Doobie? That's a lyric from a song in um, Biba Doobie. Greece, isn't it? <laughs> No, it's from. It's from. Be Badooby. Be Badooby. I think it's from the Jungle Book when the uh, where King Louis is singing away. Be Badooby. Oh yeah, good point. Okay, so Ben, what were your thoughts on on this one? So uh, it started off, and I thought, oh, oh, this is pretty. This is very nice. Oh, I like this little bit. It's almost got like a high pitched chipmunk vocal, almost like yeah. Cole... What's the Coldplay one on the most recent album? Cry Cry Baby? Don't get me started on the most recent album. Well, I don't need to get you started. People can just go back and listen to episode two or three or whatever. Yeah, can indeed. Um, but it's a nice little it's a nice little melody and you think, okay, there's hope. It is. Sadly, the rest of it sounds like someone has got that little sample on repeat and they're drunkenly talking over the top. I can't even call it rapping. It's just someone talking rubbish and then it gets to the chorus, and the drunk talker then kind of mumble sings over the top of the sample. <laughs> is this what it takes to be number five in the top ten at the moment? You find a sample, yeah. you have it on play, and then you kind of just mumble your way through and just talk about a bit, and then half sing over the top of it, and then you're done. Well, Bieber Doobie would probably argue that he did more than just mumbled over the top of it. He... Well, which which way around is it? Who is is Paufu or Biba Doobie, the 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 originator of the sample? I think it's like in Usual Suspects, Kevin Spacey's character and Kaiser Soze. They're they're one and the same. The nearest analogy that I could get to this was sorry if you um, haven't seen Usual Suspects, by the way. Ah, oh. because <laughs> <laughs> that's the best ending to any film I've ever seen, and I've just it honestly it is. You just ruined it in slagging off Deathbed by Powerful featuring <laughs> Biba Doobie. Again, though, if you haven't seen it yet, you probably weren't going to. So whatever. Probably not, unless you're watching this at the age of like twelve or something. Watching, listening to this at the age of twelve, in which yeah. case we're very sorry. The newest analogy I can get to this is when Eminem did a song with Dido's Stan, um, a Stan song over the back, which is fantastic. Oh yeah, and this to me is like a poor, poor, poor man's poor man's Stan. No, what I'll give, what I'll give, what I'll give the actual artist, whoever's I don't know who's featuring and who's the actual artist. What I will say is the fact that he even chose quite a nice, pretty melody for the sample puts them up in my estimation so i'm actually going to give this three out of ten very nice i'm going to give it zero all right next next (laughs) (laughs) next is savage by megan the stallion is what the her middle name i don't know it's t-h-double-e wow so what do you think of this one ben because i think this is probably the worst of the ten 
Oh no, no, there's another one that's even worse. This is the you second think? worst. Yes. Okay. We'll come to that one. This one is terrible. The language is rubbish. Um, it's two chords, which is just like a, a root chord and then a, a single move above it, and it just goes back and forth that for the whole thing. It's mm. exactly the same all the way through. Zero out of ten. What are people thinking? I think we'll go through the rest of the list, and then we'll briefly talk about... Because the, there have always been these kind of artists who have produced this kind of music. And my issue isn't necessarily with the music, it's with... Why are people listening to it? Oh my word, some of these lyrics are horrible. Yeah, zero out of ten, move on. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go for actually minus one. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Yeah, it is now. Next on the list, Ben. Next on the list is number seven, which is Blinding Lights by Weekend. The Weekend. No, by by Weekend. So it's it's Weekend, but with the, the last E taken oh, yeah, off. The Weekend. And so it's Weekend, yeah. Right, I will, I will say out uh, up front on this one, I've got a playlist on my phone of new music that when i hear a new song i think i actually do like that and this is on there no i i actually think it's got something about it ben yeah it's called take on me which was a 1980s song (laughs) yeah yeah there is there is pretty (laughs) a pretty heavy leaning into into that song but music is a lot of of people borrowing stuff from other people so you can't disregard it for that reason alone it is the shame on you it's the second most musical track in the top 10 at the moment. Sadly, I'll talk about the, what the most musical one is in a moment. Um, but it is just, I, I hate 80s music as a rule anyway. I can't stand the drum machine and the synth pad over the top and people wailing away with wide shoulder pads. And that's Oh, there's least... a place for it. There's a place for it. No, there really isn't. Yeah, there's, I think there's there just is. not. I think we'd be all far better off without it. I think part of the reason why the music is what it is today is because these are kids of people from the 80s who liked 80s music, and it's utter tripe. But again, we'll talk about that at the end. This is just, again, a... Oh, I'm going to give this my highest score so far. I'm going to give this a 2 out of 10, because at least they were able to listen to another piece of music from a previous era and knock it off. Okay, I'm going to give it 5. Oh, mate. 5 out of 10? With... God only knows getting 10 out of 10. Well, you can't... If you're going to do it like that, uh, I'll give it... Uh, I'll give it three then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were uh, go, going to do it like that, but yeah. That's, no, yeah, it, t- ten, is a per- 10 is perfection. Good point. Yeah, okay. F- three and a half. <laughs> and let's move on. Because uh, you have to take the current... He can't, he can't write God only knows because it's already been written. He might have done. We never know. I'm pretty sure he didn't. Yeah, well. Okay, so the next one on the list, number eight, is Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Stuck With You. I'll show my hand first here. Go on. I don't mind it. It's the best track in the top ten at the moment because it's it at least has a tune, it has melody, it has rhythm, it has the most interesting um, you know, vocal melody line of what's on there at the moment. And yep. it's just a sad indictment of where we're at. It's come from Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Now, you can't... Whatever you think about their music, you can't deny both of them are pretty talented. They are pop powerhouses. They are. like Justin Bieber, Like if you really do your work, he is musically... I think there's videos of him on YouTube at like four playing drums like an absolute animal. He's, he's, he's musically very, very talented. And Ariana Grande, have you ever seen any of her impressions? No. 
she can sing perfectly and rip off any vocal female vocal artist perfectly and seamlessly she has got pipes so okay. she's done like celine dion uh what are they called impersonations yeah and she can sing now this song kind of evokes in me some kind of like almost like a call back to 1950s yeah that's what earth, it is earth angel kind of it's got the motown feel about it a bit yeah and i actually think it's it's a decent song i probably wouldn't put it on and it annoys me that they've let themselves down that they've got stuck with you and they couldn't they couldn't stop themselves from putting a u rather than the actual written y-o-u it seems that it's contractually required of young and upcoming pop artists to try and be as creative as they can with the naming of their tunes, not in just the names that they select for them, but in the spelling and pronunciation. Yeah, I might, I might take this on board, though. I, I think I might be more relevant if if I write like Stephen, but instead of the N on the end, just do like a, a crude outline of Gonzo. I think what you should do is try and take out as many letters as you can while it's still being intelligible as Stephen. So could it just be S-T, but you have to change the spelling, S-T-V-N, Stephen. Almost, almost certainly. I would be I would be in the top 10 tomorrow if I did that. Let's do it, mate. Let's get into the top 10. It only requires, I think, 8,000 purchases in a week to get into the top 10 now. Easy. So I think this is a good song, and I'm actually going to give this a... And this is not like five. This is a five for me, and and it's a five compared to what else is out there right now, not compared to God only knows, which is like pop perfection. But this is a good song, and it's good vocals. And I don't know if it if they've written it and recorded recorded it in lockdown because the the uh, artwork has got two people sat in a little house together. And if that is the case, then you know, fair play for getting on the uh, current hashtags and whatnot. Yeah. I think it's I think it's decent. I'm going to give it a five. Ben, uh, three. Wow, I'm harsh on my pop. And your pop on your harsh. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Doesn't mean anything. Next, next is Dinner Guest by AJ Tracy featuring Mostak. A lot of featuring going on, eh? Mm, people can't write anything on their own anymore. Nope. So if you want to hear a '90s song sampled with what sounds to me like pretty generic rap this is the song for you yeah it is congratulations dinner guest on listening to something from the 90s thinking that's a nice kind of little riff let's just take that and listen to that the whole time yeah and and for people listening they might think you guys obviously just don't like rap i actually love rap music and i growing up had a full-on gangster rap phase and i had Dre and Snoop and Eminem and Tupac and very much West Coast, but all the same, I'm I really like rap music when it's done well. This stuff just feels a little bit generic to me. It's and just so lazy. It's just so poor production for the whole thing. That's the thing. It's like it just feels soulless. And when you can't hear any real organic instruments, it's probably an age thing, but it just makes me zone out and think yeah this song is just awful and i'm going to give that one a one i'm going to give it my traditional rating of zero out of ten good choice okay so the final track is i think the artist is now again it's six six nine nine because they've spelt the six with a number six 
instead of the S and nine with a nine instead of the N. In which case it should be pronounced six X nine iron. Which is what I already said a moment ago. Oh, but... sorry. I, I misheard you because it's very difficult to understand what we're supposed to do. So <laughs> let, let's let's have a listen to 6x9ine. Okay, so that is immediately very offensive if you don't like bad language. The song, is the song called Gooba? It's got to be. <sighs> I think so. And, and this is just no. So how, is, how is this number 10 in the top 10? Wow, okay. Let me see... <laughs> Can you please read out the lyrics, but just miss out the words that you're not allowed to say? I tell her, don't ride. Don't ride. Leave it Leave it to the double thick thighs. Oh, no, I'm not saying... Oh. <laughs> wobble, Score wobble. out of 10. There we go. <laughs> so the thing is, right, we said this a couple of weeks ago. I may not always love you, but as long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. Like, or even wouldn't it be nice when we were older uh-huh. and we wouldn't poetry. have to wait so long. It's like there's poetry and there's hope. This is just a guy who clearly, from the seams of it, wants to have sex with twin sisters. What do you do with that? You just, it's a, why is it number 10? Why I think really are good... thousands and thousands of people know. listening to it? I don't know. It really makes me wonder. We could probably go on for another hour talking about the, where music's come from and where it is now. And we're not going to do that. And I think we can begin to start wrapping up our thoughts. But what I'll say is this, right? Music that really connects with me, connects with me because there's something in it that I relate to. Unless you have a particular leaning towards double thick thigh twin sisters as this song says i don't know what to do with it but it's not even just that it's it's the the tenor of the song as well this guy's just shouting at you the whole time he's livid i would like to think that i don't know maybe this guy's been like sat watching vintage cinema or something and he's come up with some really current profound way of talking about the decline in moral values and it's it's a really deep thing and people will go on to write essays about the song and how it actually caught metaphors for um or it's just quite an angry song i think it's probably just an angry song so we've we've looked at these 10 songs seven of Seven of these songs, so seven of the ten, are very, very explicit songs, aren't they? Yeah, there's a lot of words that we could obviously never, ever repeat, or nor would we desire to. Um, there's probably three... Yeah, there's three songs that I think, if that came on, I wouldn't change the radio station. That's pretty bad. That's a three out of ten. Oh, hang on, we haven't given our score to uh, uh, 69. You know uh, the thing Simon Cowell does it where he, where he says, um, I don't like it, and then there's a pause and he says, I love it. Yeah, go do do that. Well, I'm going to do the opposite. I don't like Hang it. Hang on, wait. How, how long can you do your pause for? Give it a go. Okay, well, this is for a podcast, probably not too long, but I don't like it. No, that's it. I don't like it. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, can I have a go? Yeah. So I'll do the cowl. I don't like it. <clears throat> I loathe it. 
Oh, that's good. Mm. I'm going to give this minus 10 out of 10. Yeah. I don't know how it could get any worse. I, I concur. Don't like it. So, in our little... Because I hadn't heard 9 out of 10 of these songs before. And it's not a great indictment on current music. And I think to answer our question that we posed at the start, is modern music rubbish? I think we're going to say, for the most part, yes. Sadly, yes. I mean, I looked at what the chart was doing 10 years ago and 20 years ago, and it wasn't much better in terms of amazing high-quality music. But in terms of the popular stuff that people are listening to, I think it's terrible now. But it comes at this really odd moment of because we have the internet, because we have iTunes and because we have Spotify and everything else, I listen to loads and loads and loads of new fantastic music. Mm. But because of the connection to everything, I can listen to everything I want. And if it's not great or if it's fantastic, I can then go down a rabbit warren of finding everything like that. Mm -hmm. What people... And I'm assuming it's the young people who are generally listening to all of this. I'm sounding very old and I don't care anymore. Yeah. This is really, really awful. Yeah, it's it's not good. And I would like to get into more new music that is good. So, you know, if people are hearing this and they think, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. There's loads of great new music. Let us know on B and G underscore podcast. And we'd love to listen to some more music and, and become informed. But as far as the top 10 goes it's it's bad <laughs> i think that's probably the best summary we have yeah so sorry mate I, I regret our choice in topic this week i thought it would be a good laugh to listen to the top 10 i was sorely wrong well no i, I i'm glad i did it and i think at least now i'm not making assumptions assumptions on the top 10 i know it's bad so that's you know that's something this was our 10th episode, so for those of you who have been with us for the journey so far, thanks very much. Do tell your friends, because, you know, it's helpful for us to actually have people listening. Um, but that's uh, goodbye from me for another week, and Ben. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.